Hello, welcome to the continuing series uh, on recovery issues. Uh, I am Dr. Ken from Grazia Plena, and I'm happy to share this program with you today, uh, part of a series on uh, a variety of different issues that look at spiritual and psychological aspects of recovery from addictions, afflictions, uh, unhealthy attachments to things of the world and people and so on. Um, how we might explore these and, and find recovery through, uh, through these things and, and find a deeper relationship with our God also in the midst of these issues, <clears throat> uh, finding healing with the help of, of God and the help of others around us as well. Uh, today's topic is co-occurring issues in recovery. And uh, we will begin with an opening prayer, as we always do, to invoke uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. If you're, uh, work, if you're watching on video, then you can read the prayer along with me. Um, if you are listening on the podcast, uh, then you can just simply follow along and uh, open your heart to, to this prayer. Uh, before we recite the opening prayer, uh, we always like to begin with just a very brief period of stillness and quiet uh, to help ourselves focus in on this topic, uh, to be open to it, uh, and also to kind of clear away the distractions of the world, the, the noise of the world. There's so much noise and distraction, especially today when we've got uh, the COVID pandemic going and we have the economy and and uh difficult place. We've also got uh, racial tensions and riots and things. There's just a lot of things to preoccupy us. So we'll take a few moments of stillness and quiet to let those things go to the back burner for now so that we can focus on this topic. Very good. So let's begin as we always do in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we call upon you now to join us in this hour in a special way. We ask for your wisdom and your healing. Encourage and inspire us with clear thinking, understanding, and truth. Fill us with the deep and satisfying fire of your love. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so <clears throat> if you're watching on video, um, you can see this uh, mention of uh, the audio-only podcasts. Uh, the podcasts are called Encounter with Dr. Ken and is available on a number of different platforms, Anchor, Breaker, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Overcast, Pocket Casts, uh, Radio Public, um, and 
you know, feel free to share these podcasts with your friends if you think they might benefit from this, these topics, this, this series. Uh, if if you're um, watching on video, the the podcast, the audio part is recorded at the same time, so it should match up. Uh, and some people prefer co- podcasts when they're walking, or if they're you know cl- cooking or cleaning around the house, or uh, maybe if they're driving in the car. Uh, and sometimes videos are nice. If you, nice if you're listening on um, the podcast. Sometimes videos are nice if you can sit still, maybe in a place where you can watch and take notes and you know pause and and uh, rewind and things like that. So videos or podcasts work differently for different people. Uh, you're welcome to do whatever works the best for you. Uh, so the previous meeting we talked about. Um, social support issues and recovery. And uh, we talked about the healing power of relationship. You know, when relationships are good, they they are life-giving and healing and positive. Uh, when relationships are, are not so good, they can be damaging and destructive and create wounds and so forth. Um, but we know that, that uh, the power of social support or relationship and recovery is really uh, an essential thing for most people that are seeking healing from addictions and other uh, afflictions. Um, fellowship of recover of uh, in recovery work, the fellowship overturns this sense of isolation where we can be kind of drawn into ourselves in the secrecy and the dysfunction of addictions and mental illnesses and things, and so uh, beginning to turn ourselves back out. Uh, in society and socializing and getting support from others can be an essential healing aspect in our recovery. Uh, where the same famous saying from the AA 12-step community, uh, we are only as sick as our secrets. And so there's something powerful about uh, talking about our issues, being open and honest and account- accountable about what we're struggling with, what we're working on, what we're dealing with. Uh, it's one of the aspects of confession in addition to the uh, the sacramental healing and grace of uh, the sacrament of confession. The idea of sharing our secrets with another person is also an important part of the uh, the therapy of, of, the, of the sacrament, if you will. Um, people that are uh, in recovery together, working uh, in recovery uh, groups like 12-step groups, Uh, They find like-minded supporters, people that share their same goals or working on the same issues, um, and it helps to bring them encouragement, strength, and hope. They rely on each other and support in that way, help each other in their recovery. Um, This type of social support that we're talking about can be individual support, uh, peer-to-peer, or, you know, with a mentor or counselor. Social support also might be in the form of small groups or larger groups like 12-step groups. Um, And then there's a lot of different options for adding this ingredient of social support in your recovery. They may be recovery programs. They might be um, fellowships like Knights of Columbus or Catholic Daughters or Women's Bible Studies or Women's Acts. Uh, All these different types of uh, potential programs can be very helpful in our recovery process. Uh, That manage you, things like that. So um, consider just any variety of social supports that might be part of your recovery program. 
So let's get to the topic today has to do with co-occurring issues. Why, why should we be concerned about or talk about co-occurring issues in recovery? Um, first of all, it's more common than not for a person to be dealing with more than just one type of affliction or addiction or mental illness. Uh, we find it very common, in fact, uh, almost expected uh, if somebody is dealing with these issues, we, we, we might ask them about other aspects of their lives, and we find out uh, that there is just more than one thing going on. And so uh, that can be very helpful to know about these other issues. Um, it's a temptation uh, to just pick out one issue, if there's multiple issues, to pick one and to work on it and address it and not the other. Um, in the early days of addiction, uh, recovery in a, in a formal uh, medical, psychological sense. Um, sometimes we saw these turf wars where the person might have a mental illness, say, and an addiction. And uh, if they landed in the addiction recovery facility, then the mental illness was not addressed very much because you know, that was, that was the turf of the uh, people working on the addiction recovery and vice versa. If the person landed in uh, a psychiatric type of program and they had an addiction, then the, the focus was more on the psychiatric issues and the addiction was minimized. And so uh, the, the turf wars sometimes created in the old days of recovery, turf wars sometimes created these temptations just to focus on one and not the other. Uh, we know that that didn't work very well, and so uh, most of the most of the time we don't do that anymore. Um, if if we want to increase the likelihood of success, research is very clear uh, that it's important to address uh, the multiple issues, the co-occurring issues in recovery, whether it's mental illness, uh, addiction, whether it's family problems, uh, 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 vocational problems, whatever the issues might be that are co-occurring. If we, if we know very clearly in, in the outcome studies, if we want to increase uh, success, we deal with all of them, any of them that are uh, involved. Uh, we know that uh, if a person has um, got, a, got an, a particular type of addiction, let's say a pornography addiction, um, if they also drink some uh, and we find them working on their pornography addiction and trying to uh, get free from it, that all of a sudden their alcohol uh, issues may get worse if they're not relying on the pornography for self-medication anymore. And then we see the, the substitute addiction of alcohol develop. Now that happens in a variety of different uh, ways uh, in co-occurring issues. And so it's good to be alert for that. Uh, it's good for the people uh, to look for that as they're uh, supporting and accompanying the person in recovery. Uh, it's very common for that to happen as well. Um, we want to focus in recovery, uh, really the state-of-the-art approach these days uh, in psychology and, and uh, recovery communities is the, the kind of the complete total health and healing of the person, not just one part of the person, but all aspects of what it means to be human. So that, that's why many recovery programs today, they integrate spiritual and psychological and emotional and mental and intellectual and and physical, all these different parts of what it means to be human uh, as the person is regaining or, or growing in their health and recovery. 
Uh, and then finally, the best, uh, because of the integration of these different aspects of what it means to be human, the best treatment approaches are the ones that are integrated and collaborative. So if you pull a team of people together to work on addiction issues or recovery from mental illness, um, you might you might have a person that focuses on the spiritual element and a different person that focuses on, on vocational rehab or vocational guidance and a person, you know, counselor that works on the mental health issues and so forth. Uh, so you have, you know, the collaborative uh, uh, aspect of the treatment is really the goal. It's one of the things that medicine hasn't always done so well in the past to have different doctors and treatment professionals working together, uh, but it's something that we're trying to improve in, in modern day medicine, and it's always for the, for the good benefit of the person that's uh, working on their healing. So what are, what are some of the possible co-occurring issues uh, that, we, that we may see in uh, looking at, at uh, recovery. Uh, so first of all is, is another addiction. I mentioned that briefly. You know, you have a, a person that's got a alcohol addiction and then something else. Maybe it's gambling. You know, we see those things go together. A person that has a gambling addiction, it's not unusual for them to have an alcohol addiction. Maybe they're doing those things together sometimes. Uh, so we, we frequently see people coming into recovery with multiple addictions. And so then we, we try to deal with uh, those at the same time address each of them. Um, another possibility is you have a person uh, that has multiple mental illnesses. So a person that's got um, depression, but they also have obsessive compulsive disorder. So they they address both of those. There's different dynamics to each of those. Uh, so so we, we don't just pick one and work on one. We also see the person that may have um, an addiction like maybe social, uh, like um, uh, like a drug addiction issue, and then they also have social anxiety, so they've got anxiety and mental illness and an addiction issue. Uh, we see those co-occurring issues quite frequently as well. Um, a person could also have a personality disorder, and, and personality disorder is a pattern, a long-term pattern in adulthood of, of having relationship problems of various types. Uh, it's not unusual to see a personality disorder with an addiction or a personality disorder with a mental illness. Uh, and again, you know, the su successful approach or intervention uh, deals with both of those things together. Uh, we may also see medical problems with these other types of afflictions. So uh, we know, for example, that people that are having cardiac problems and surgery uh, those people often suffer from depression. So it's very common uh, for a cardiac surgeon to prescribe an antidepressant uh, to deal with both issues. Um, so we, we look at, you know, different medical, physical illnesses along with addictions or mental illnesses. Uh, we may also commonly see a marriage or family problem along with addiction. Addictions are very hard on marriages and families. Uh, mental illnesses are as well. So we see the person that's, that's struggling with uh, depression and they're also having difficult time with their parents and their parents are very concerned about them. And so often in the mental health world and the addiction recovery world, uh, we're providing treatment to families uh, as, as we're also providing treatment to that individual person and that helps 
uh, ensure the successful recovery. Um, and then also, it's not unusual for us to find spiritual religious issues. Um, the 12-step world knew this very well and built uh, the spiritual aspects into their program very intimately. Uh, we see early in the 12 steps, uh, steps two and three, dealing with uh, working out issues with God to lay a good foundation for recovery. So with, with addictions and mental illnesses, we see people also struggling with, with spiritual distress. And so uh, in an organization like Grazia Plena or other faith-based counseling organizations that are similar, uh, we see the integration of working on spiritual issues along with the recovery uh, from addictions and mental illnesses and things. Uh, it's very common. So what can we do about co-occurring issues when, when we see them uh, going on in a person that's trying to enter recovery? Uh, well, as I'm, as I'm kind of already hinting and suggesting, it's good for us to address both or all of these issues together. Sometimes people are, are like overwhelmed, like how in the world can I do that? How can I work on all these issues? Um, and and it's, it is possible with a good guide and good support system, uh, it's, it's possible for a person to, to begin to deal with these issues, to sort them out, untangle them, and to look at them uh, with some help. A person doesn't have to recover. In fact, uh, perhaps a person can't recover on, them, on their own by themselves. If we were trying to work through co-occurring issues all by ourselves, it would probably be overwhelming. It would be really difficult. But with the help of the help of God and others, we can make good progress in addressing these uh, co-occurring issues at the same time. My suggestion and the and the typical suggestion of the best practice of the mental health and recovery field is to develop uh, a unique personalized plan of change or treatment plan to deal with all these issues. So in your treatment plan, you've got, you know, the depression is one goal, working on one area. You've got the addiction to um, to food or, or over compulsive overeating as part of the recovery plan. And then maybe you've got a spiritual issue in there. Maybe you've got a family marriage relationship issue. And so you kind of outline these different aspects in the treatment plan as well as maybe uh, some action steps that you can work on under each one. So, you know, here's some actions I'm going to take on the depression. Here's some actions I'm going to take on the on the eating issue. Here's some actions I'm going to take on my medical health. Here's some action I'll take in working on the spiritual or the, the family part. So those will get outlined and specified in the actions identified in the treatment plan. Um, also, it might be wise to assemble the people that are going to work on these different issues together, and you can do that in the in the uh, the treatment plan. So, you know, I'm going to work with this nutrition person as part of my plan. I'm going to work with this psychologist as this part of the plan. I'm going to work with this spiritual director this part of my plan, and uh, in recovery is this this these people. So, uh, from addiction, so. Uh, we have the people involved, and those people, we can begin to form them together in a team to collaborate for the recovery. Um, I would say that it's really important the person can learn this through the process of recovery, uh, to have patience, to have fortitude, to develop persistence, um, honesty, and humility. These are all important things uh, when it comes to 
working on co-occurring issues. And this develops us, informs us, and rehabilitates us uh, into a, a better person as we develop these virtues and these values and these char positive character traits uh, to deal with co-occurring issues. Uh, like I'm saying a lot, it's really good for us to get report, uh, support of others in our recovery process, uh, to call in the support of God and our guardian angel and, and our favorite saints into the recovery process and other people around us, sometimes family, sometimes people in recovery with us, uh, to, to have support of a counselor, a spiritual director, all, all these kinds of uh, aspects of our support system to help us in the recovery process. So that's a quick look at this issue, this idea, this issue of a co-occurring uh, problems or challenges in our recovery is very common. Don't get discouraged. Don't get overwhelmed. It is possible to work through them. Uh, so have please have hope and, and please uh, face all these things uh, with honesty. Um, I always like to point out that on our Grazia Plana website, uh, we have a link to some resources. Uh, if you go under the uh, About Us part of our menu, uh, you'll see the link to the resources. And at the top of the resources are some resources for COVID issues. And then underneath that are resources for, especially for chastity issues. Uh, many that are watching this program are struggling with uh, various sexual chastity issues. Uh, so we're happy to guide you to that. Um, if you're looking on the um, on the video, you'll see the link spelled out there if you want to find it that way. And there's also a QR code. If you're watching on the video, you can uh, use a QR code reader with your phone camera. Or sometimes if you've got an Apple uh, iTunes camera, it'll just take you to the link if you point your camera at this QR code. Um, and as we always do, uh, we will close with a prayer together, as we always say in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits, who roam throughout the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, thank you for listening today. I hope you've benefited from considering this aspect in your recovery of the multiple issues, the co-occurring issues. Um, next time, next topic, next session, we'll be looking at addressing fears and resentments in recovery, two of the most common stumbling blocks uh, for recovery from mental illnesses, from addictions, for other unhealthy things in our life, uh, is holding on to fears or being stuck in fears and resentments. We'll tackle that next time uh, for our topic. Uh, and again, well, we welcome you to share these videos, and podcasts with your friends and post them. Uh, we're happy to have you link to them so that others may benefit. You, may, you never know who you may help by sharing these things. Uh, this content is free. We don't charge people uh, to have access to it. We want the public to uh, access it as much as they possibly can, so we give it away. Um, 
that if you are inclined to support our work through a, a donation, we're very happy to receive that and honored. Uh, Grazia Plena is a 501c3 official faith-based nonprofit charity. Uh, if you go on our website, you'll see at the very top blue banner of the page, there's a, a link for donations. Um, also in the menu system, it's, it says join us and there's a place to uh, make a donation or payment for services there. Um, if you're looking at our uh, website, uh, our video, you'll see the link to the website there. And there's a, another QR code that uh, you can read with your QR code reader or uh, a camera phone. You can zap it. It'll take you on your phone to that place in the website. Um, so we hope you enjoyed the topic today. God bless you. Take care. We'll see you next time.